Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another edition of Happy Hour. Before we start, uh, just a reminder, we are seeking one of you to come sit with us, virtually that is, to watch an episode of Sex in the City. As you know, we've been doing a whole watch party, we've been doing a whole viewing, and getting all of the reactions from Annie, which are a delight. Um, and we would love to have you on to do a reaction with us as well. If you're interested, all you have to do is contact us through email, social media, however, and let us know, hey, I'm willing to come on. So yeah, put your name in, we'll do a little drawing, and we'll let you know. As always, if you're drinking, uh, be responsible, do what you need to, but be an adult about it, I guess. I know adulting sucks, but making <laughs> sure you stay in your limits, whether it's too much caffeine, too much of anything, you know, just be aware. Do you, mm -hmm. but... Cautiously, with care, with care. How about <laughs> Do that? You with caution, I love that. Well, that's for me, honestly. I was like, so you need to pull it back just a little bit, uh, as you know. So that's kind of my theme, I think. Mm -hmm. And of course, we are not sponsored by what we are talking about today, uh, as of today. So maybe things will change because we do uh, get some of the surprise uh, ads. And then if you're listening way <laughs> down the road and then you're like, it is this, you know, please know we didn't know yeah. at that point in time. So at this mm -hmm. point, though we are sponsored content, 
no sponsorship was a part of this specific episode. Yeah? Yes. We have something called dynamic sponsors, which means they change all of our past episode ads. So, uh, yes, as of now, we are not talking about this because of a sponsorship. But if you're listening in the future, I mean, could sure. be a sponsor. <laughs> and if you are one of those people who reps these things and will be like, hey, this is a great connection, call us. Hey. <laughs> I love how you already say call us. <laughs> yeah. I know. I am that old. This is where <laughs> I am today, okay? Let me do me. Okay. Uh, but you know what? Before we start, I need to ask you, if you were to go viral, oh, what no. do you think you would go viral for? Or have you? I don't think I'd know this if you did. Oh, I've never gone viral. I think for me, <laughs> the closest thing I've gotten is like one time I got 100 likes on a tweet and I was like, oh, wow. That's amazing because when I get 10, I was like, yes, I win. Yes, exactly. I think we're about in the same boat in that manner. I think I possibly could go viral for some cosplay hilarity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that... I mean, this is a different episode, but one time our boss at one of our previous bosses, because we've been bought out by several different companies, he sat us down and showed us that, um, what does the Fox say video? He made us watch it. And then at the end, he said, why can't we go viral like this? You can't anticipate what goes viral. Right. Um, So I think it would be a random cosplay, (laughs) like, phenomena where I was dressed as Disco Luke and somebody was dressed as Disco Vader and somehow... It just took off. It something like off. that. We need this to happen. Can we make this happen? Uh, mm-hmm. I guess we need a TikTok for that, but we haven't gone that far in our in our brand. Um, <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> that, we that's, that takes a lot of time it does. and commitment. And I'm not sure on top of doing the actual content that we do. As mm-hmm. you know, if you follow our social media, we don't do a lot of content anymore mainly because we got really caught up in doing all the actual podcasting content, as well as the fact we are petrified that we're going to do something wrong, as we've talked (laughs) about before, or being Mm -hmm. embarrassed, uh, which is kind of what we're going to talk about today. Not necessarily being embarrassed, but talking about viral uh, memes or uh, videos and why it can influence so many things. And yeah, we're talking about a drink Uh, That has swept the internet today, October 20th, uh, 2022. So for those maybe listening in 2024 being like, what? Mm -hmm. Believe me, it was big, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And talking about uh, the people of the House of the Dragon from HBO Max. Uh, So, yes, there is some spoilers ahead. We're not going to go too deep. We're just going to kind of talk around it. But there may be things you're like, why did you say that? So if Mm -hmm. you've not caught up, the finale is this weekend. I'm sure this may be dated by this point. But, yeah, so things are happening. And I don't know if it's getting this big buzz, but, you know, whatever. I still (laughs) like it. But before we start, uh, we do want to talk about this video that became a meme, which is from um, the clip HBO Max did where the uh, actress uh, Olivia Cook interviewed Emma Darcy and was like, hey, what's your drink of choice? And I know if you know, you know. Yeah. In which they respond with a Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco. And I know I did not do that well, so don't, just, don't, don't at me. <laughs> because essentially the way they said it was... People were talking about how that changed their sexuality or that was their defining sexuality, the way they said it, the way they presented it, everything, and the interaction between the two of them, which was a delight to see. And because of this, I was like, Annie, guess what we're going to do? We're making (laughs) Negroni Spagliato 
with Prosecco, which is how it's made, uh, Mm -hmm. for this happy hour. Aren't you so excited? I am excited. I had I'm not plugged in to this scene. I hadn't heard about this, but I recently did a very quick family trip, uh, and I I kind of mentioned it. No one in my family watches House of the Dragon or Game of Thrones, and they all knew what I was talking about, except my mom. But I was like, <laughs> wow, it must be really big then. <laughs> right. And, of course, so because we love a good meme or we love a good drink, we had to jump on to this. And if you want to know what it is, it's uh, one and a half ounces of sweet vermouth, one and a half ounces of Campari, one and a half ounces of Prosecco or sp- any other sparkling wine. And Spagliato, apparently in Italian, is translated to being a mistake or bungling. So this was made out of a mistake because a Negroni is typically with gin uh, with a twist of orange. Uh, and I was like, yeah, we're doing this. And I made mine, and we had to drop off ingredients to dear Annie because, of yes. course, she does not keep this stocked, <laughs> and, including the orange. Did you use the orange? I did use the orange. I'm uh-huh. proud of you. Proud Thank of you. you. <laughs> uh, what do you think? I like it. I like it. At first, I, I my first sip was too strong, mm-hmm. and I think that the flavors needed to melt a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was telling Samantha I just got two vaccines, so my arms were very sore, and I had a struggled opening the Prosecco. Um, <laughs> so I think I was in a rush, and I just kind of like haphazardly stirred and came in here. But yeah, now that it's kind of the flavors had meshed, I really like it. Um, yeah. It's quite strong. It is. Which isn't bad, but it's just because right. we're recording this early in a work day. Hey, <laughs> just happened don't tell, out don't that tell way. people. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened to be that way. <laughs> we swear we're not doing this on purpose. It's no. because of work. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. 
explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. And I know you listeners know my love, Peaches Gertrude McFuzzin, whom I've talked about so much. And she really was love at first sight. But I will tell you that it took a long time for me to find her. I actually was looking for a good two years before I stumbled upon her picture from my local shelter and knew the moment I saw her that she was the one. And the minute I tell you when I saw that picture and I went to meet her out the shelter and I sat with her for a good 20 minutes, y'all, I couldn't leave her. I knew she had to be mine. I knew we belonged together. Peaches and I are friends as well. We are, we have a good relationship together. So. You can find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the Adoption Drive and to see full terms and conditions. So pro tip from my partner who is, he likes doing the mixology. Mm Mm-hmm. Putting the champagne or the Prosecco in first and oh. then doing the mixture. Because in this, it says add vermouth and Campari to a mixed glass, fill with ice, stir to combine and chill, strain into champagne flute, top with Prosecco and stir again. Of course, mm-hmm. you could just stir. But he did it the opposite and it kind of melded a little better, uh, mm-hmm. I think. Serve on rocks. I did not. Mine's in a champagne flute. How do you serve that on ice? <laughs> I did not. So I... Looked at a few recipes before this, and they were all generally the same except for this mixing part. Yeah. Mine said to put it, to use ice, put the ice in first. Okay. The one that I ended up going with, so. Okay. Uh, I put it in a big ice cube because I'm a fancy adult. Yeah, you are. So how did you do it? <laughs> I put it in the my big square ice cube, and then I mixed in the Campari and the vermouth. And then I topped with Prosecco, which I didn't measure. I just topped it. Yeah. Um, And then with a wedge of orange that I kind of twisted and then put inside. Nice. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I am not a super Negroni fan. I do not love Campari. It tastes like cough medicine to me. Sorry, I'm not Mm -hmm. cool like that. (laughs) Uh, We added a squeeze of the orange into the shaker with the two, Campari and Vermouth. And then a large twist of uh, orange peel and shook it. I was going to make an inappropriate joke. I'm not going to. But it shook the (laughs) hell out of it, essentially. Like, it Uh was constantly, to the point that we had to switch off and he had to shake it. And then, like, it got really cold because we did it in a shaker. It was a whole thing. Uh So, beat, like, it just, like, it is definitely shaken, not stirred. 
for me. <laughs> and so we added all that. And I'm tasting it in a champagne flute. I guess I'm missing the ice. I don't love ice anyway. I think that downs. I don't have a large ice cube. I'm not special, apparently. Oh, whoa. Uh, I know. We'll fix that hmm. soon. But yeah, this <laughs> is the drink. And also what's so funny is when that uh, meme came out, I'm planning to do, as you know, a little viewing party with some of the iHeart fam to come over because I love seeing our friends uh, from the from our work. We are actually friends. Um, mm-hmm. And one of our friends, Lyle, who we've talked about before, sent me a text after I told you what we were going to do. That just literally had a link to Negroni Spagliato. And, he, mm-hmm. and that's all he said. And I was like, oh, yeah, that will be featured. And he was like, yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we had a whole thing. I'm like, this is a huge thing. I and mean, that's kind of the big deal. It's like the amount of pressure. So uh, the actor, Emma Darcy, who is non-binary, when they asked them, uh, how did you feel about this? They said they were really embarrassed. They were like, we were just trying to make Olivia Cook laugh because they'd been at it all day. They'd been doing this promotional thing all day. And the intention was making each other laugh, moving on. Did not think it was a big deal. Did not think it was going to be literally a queer icon moment. And so having a moment to reflect on that. And they even talked about how they wanted to t- send that to their mother. Like, they were like, oh, we have to tell them. But they were like, they don't understand memes. And that's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I understand that. I understand mm-hmm. that. And that made me think about all of the things. I was like, yeah, God, what would you want to go viral for? And I'm like, I think what I would go viral for is me either ranting or doing something where I fall and, are, and yeah. I'm clumsy. Like, those are the yeah. two. Or, or peaches, my dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of those three things, but I don't <laughs> actually think we're going to go viral. I hope it's not because of me ranting, because there's no telling if that would be good or bad. Yeah, I mean, after I said what I said, I do think a lot of the things that go viral are, you know, like somehow your pants fall down and mm-hmm. you get hit by a truck and then... Like, right. Oh my God. I don't know. That's a whole different conversation, Annie. I just watched a horror movie about about this yes. very thing, oddly they enough. Their pants um, fell down? Yes. Oh my God. Did they really? Okay. You'll you'll have to ask me about it later. All right. Um, I'll have to ask later. But yeah, I mean, you really can't tell what's going to take off. And it is something that I totally get, you know, if you're embarrassed by, even if it's something that's not embarrassing necessarily, but it's like what you become known for. Right. And then it's a lot of pressure to be like, oh, here's this queer icon moment. Which, it, it's not bad at all, but it right. is like, oh. <laughs> right, that, that's okay. a lot to live to. So they are a non-binary actor. That was not really a big deal, which I love. I love to see that it just was. Of course, mm-hmm. they are portraying the adult version. So they are tra- uh, portraying the adult Princess Rhaenyra Targaryen and the adult Queen Alison Hightower, who Olivia Cook is... Um, which they only come in like an episode four or five, I think. Can't quite remember. And they 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 did a great job. Uh, but yeah, so it's really interesting to see these two as the lead of this show because Game of Thrones have never been kind, has never been kind to uh, women. Uh, as in fact, if I remember correctly, and I have not read these books, so please let me know if I'm wrong. It gets even more graphic in the books than what is actually shown in some of the shows. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, and I uh, I was thinking about this last night. The The amount of episodes we do, we kind of get backup sometimes mm-hmm. of certain things. And I've been meaning to do a um, fictional women on a character from Game of Thrones. But it is one of those things where 
watching House of the Dragon, I there's certain lines that they have in there that feel kind of like out of place where they're like, we're trying to do better to women, see? And they, I mean, it is an improvement, but it's it's sort of jarring. Right. <laughs> when they sort of have these almost direct statements. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's the thing is like, we also know when it comes to fantasy that's placed in timelines that are not kind to women in general, yeah. that's a whole different conversation that we should have anyway because how do you how do you rectify loving fantasy but when it is so unkind people of color especially like when i'm talking about it i love seeing the representation and and we've talked about it before how people were upset that uh there were black elves or black noblemen when in during a time they were being oppressed and we get it because there's this level of like it needs to be pure but I'm like elves don't exist or neither does any of the characters of game of thrones or dragons so calm down but there's this whole level of trying to be a part of it be represented but it wasn't kind so they're holding uh steadfast to the fact that women are not welcomed as leaders you know mm-hmm. to that um to that genre to what it would it look like if they did so it's this it is it's a whole other complication but i will say house of the dragon again we're only in season one so this could change drastically if it continues uh but the first season was pretty grotesque of Game of Thrones. Like, I, I do like, but like, you immediately jump into a 16, 17-year-old being raped uh, and given away to marriage. Like, it's, it, and it's portrayed for no damn reason. For no reason. There's no reason for that scene in which uh, Danny uh, gets raped by her husband other than it just is a... 10-second clip of her being raped while she's looking at her ex. Like, it's just kind of one of those things of, like, why was this necessary again? There's no real point to it, which the House of the Dragon has mentioned rape without showing it. So I'm like, that works. That worked to me, in which, again, spoiler, one of the uh, the Hightower kids, uh, slash, obviously they are Targaryen, because she's married to the king, but one of her kids, Alicent's kids, uh, who was supposed to be king, apparently rapes uh, a servant. And this conversation is really gross, but at the same time, they don't show it, which, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Let's, we don't have to. It doesn't, it's there. The conversation is there. He's an awful dude. You see it right there without having to see it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a conversation that I'm like, okay, I don't know if they're doing this on purpose or if they're building up and we're going to get slapped in the face. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's so many things we could talk about. And you and I have had conversations. I've been torn. I've been stressed. (laughs) (laughs) This is all different. I know you're going to do an episode. This is all different. It is. What you've been stressed about. (laughs) It is. I, but I remember forever ago uh, when we did, we did our episode on what I call like what is and what should be. And that was sort of what Game of Thrones is a very good example of what I was trying to articulate, which is like, yeah, it wasn't great to women, but it seems like a lot of very often male creators are putting in these scenes where we're witnessing this horrible thing happen to a woman that we don't need to. And a lot of times I feel like with Game of Thrones, it was so about the shock factor. It was so about like, look how horrible everybody is. And I'm like, I get it. Right. (laughs) They're bad. (laughs) Right. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. And I know you listeners know my love, Peaches Gertrude McFuzzin, whom I've talked about so much. And she really was love at first sight. But I will tell you that it took a long time for me to find her. I actually was looking for a good two years before I stumbled upon her picture from my local shelter and knew the moment I saw her that she was the one. And the minute I tell you when I saw that picture and I went to meet her out the shelter and I sat with her for a good 20 minutes, y'all, I couldn't leave her. I knew she had to be mine. I knew we belonged together. Peaches and I are friends as well. We are, we have a good relationship together. So. You can find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the Adoption Drive and to see full terms and conditions. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I think what they're changing, and this is all new creators, and we know that uh, George R. R. Martin is actually has a hand in this. He is a part of the producing. He is a part of the writing. So we see a little more, and and this is based on the book that he's already published. And and obviously it's a little different, and to the point that I recently heard that he apparently was like he loves this rendition so much that he wants to rewrite that book, which wow. I'm sure many of the fans are like, please stop that, just finish the damn book, <laughs> uh, which is what yeah. I've heard repeatedly by many of the fans. And that's the thing, is like, okay, okay, okay. I love fe- I love fantasy. I don't necessarily do sci-fi or uh, uh, any of that, but when it comes to fantasy, like Game of Thrones, uh, Lord of the Rings, I'm there. Harry Potter, give me that. And we're not going to talk about that in itself, but I love that fantasy level. It can, continues to be something that I will watch. But all of these things are concerning. Like, is it watchable? Do we have to see these horrid things? Is it necessary to any of the actual plot line? Um, and I think about this in like Sansa, her wedding night, that was unnecessary. That wasn't written. That did not have to be. I, I, there's so many things to this that you're like, okay, let's hope for the best. And what I'm seeing in the House of the Dragon, it seems to respect that a little more. And I say this with fingers crossed, with still the tension of can women rule? Will a society let women rule mm-hmm. in this time and age? And I will say there's been several directors that have actually shocked me and I've been very pleasantly surprised. One of the episodes had, I believe... Um, an Indian creator, uh, who an Indian director who came in and did his amazing things um, within the plot line, within the direction, and I loved what she did. And I was like, this is awesome. I'm so excited to see the diversity in this conversation instead of the same white men, which did most of the Game of Thrones directing, if I remember cor- correctly. Yeah, and I think that that's so important when we were talking about that in like our rape revenge movies is like who is doing it and not that this is necessarily the exact same thing but you know who who's behind who is choosing the angles and what's included and why i do think there is a larger conversation that i'm sure we'll have one day about like willful fan the way fandom interacts with things can make it a story that wasn't meant to be read that way read in a certain way <laughs> um which is can be good or bad. There, there are pluses and minuses to that. But um, and also, I, I will also say the caveat of it is hard to watch this for me, knowing how Game of Thrones did end. Right, and that, oh. you're not the only one. <laughs> Everyone has been so critical and unwilling to watch this. And actually, that viral video of the Negroni conversation brought in viewers. They were so interested in their in Darcy's character. 
Mm-hmm. They were excited. So that was, this is what viral videos can get, get you, <laughs> essentially. But I, I really think it's interesting. Oh, and BT Dubs, because we've talked about uh, intimacy coordinators before, they actually yeah. had them on set for this show. I don't think they had it originally, if I remember correctly, uh, with Amelia uh, talking about her scene with Jason Momoa. There was no coordinator, mm-hmm. and it was him, thank God, caring for her. But in this actual show, they had them, and... They kind of needed them. The woman, the young girl who played uh, Alison Howtower in the earlier series would, had, just, had just turned 18 for one of the critical scenes, So, which only happened once. It was still disturbing. I was very disturbed. Yeah. Um, and I immediately looked up, please tell me they had coordinators. And they did. Yeah. Um, and it, it is. It, to me, as a viewer... Maybe to me as a social worker, I don't know. I needed to know she was taken care of or that scene was going to disturb me in such a, a, a way. Which, again, the same scene where I was talking about in Game of Thrones uh, with Emilia and Jason Momoa's rape scene, that disturbed me to know. I'm like, there was no one there? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we talked about that in the Intimacy Coordinator episode that just as a viewer, mm-hmm. it, it adds value because you're you feel better watching it knowing that somebody was there to make sure everything was okay, everybody was getting what they needed. Right. Um, And kudos to that. Again, there's so much. The finale is coming, so I'm sure we'll do a quick review and seeing how the hang, you know, the uh, how it ends. Because I do love seeing two women, three women, honestly, um, because there's another princess who is kind of, if you saw the last episode, you know, she made a powerhouse move, which was confusing to many people. Um, but, like, having that as actual four character, like, forefront characters, and they're neither good nor evil. Like, they're all three in the middle. Like, you don't know where they're wavering. Mm-hmm. And you don't know the intentions. It's it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I find it fascinating. I don't know. I'm so confused. It makes me happy, but I'm like, well, how did this take off? I, I feel like most people I know aren't into fantasy, but here we are. Here um, we are. Love drama. I'm sure we will return and talk about it. Samantha and I will be watching it together. Yay. I'm nervous. I'm nervous, to be honest, but it'll be fine. Aren't we all? <laughs> yes. Well, cheers to you. Clink. And cheers to you, listeners. If you have any thoughts on all of this, uh, if you have any like themed recipes or themed Ooh, drinks plan. Oh those. my gosh, we need those. We need those. Uh, you can send them to our email, which is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I'm never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. 
Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.